Thoughts for a Penny, where two buds talk about their favorite TV series and movies. I'm Will Tart. And I'm Miranda Olson. And today's movie pick is the Fruit Ninja Slicing and Dicing yeah. Disney Plus's Mulan. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I guess we can just cut right into the Rotten Tomato synopsis. Cut, cut right into cut it. Cut into it. Yeah. Just like a samurai sword. Well, no, not like a samurai sword. A ninja sword. Neither what? of that. A Chinese sword. Oh, <laughs> Chinese warrior sword. Yeah, she said two Japanese things in a row. And I'm not finally, very versed in this culture. <laughs> and then finally got to the thing that was the actual. Broadest thing I could Chinese think of. culture. All right, the so this is going to be a name. fun one today. It's going to be super fun because I know a lot about Disney, and you know a lot about the dynasty that Mulan is from. Yeah, yeah, I know a good amount. I, you I know, know as, a good amount. I know as you know much more than as me. a white dude can know. So there's that. Yeah, that's fine. So hopefully I know, we'll have a good time. I and, know none. And, you know, <laughs> not make any more. We're also going to have tons of rants because of Disney Plus's decisions. For sure. <laughs> but also tons of pros because of Disney Plus's decisions. So oh, yeah. It's going to be a fun one. Okay. Rotten Tomato synopsis for today. Super short. One sentence. To save her ailing father from serving in the Imperial Army, fearless young woman disguises herself as a man to battle northern invaders in China. That's it. I mean... That's the story of Mulan. Simple. Straight to the point. I mean, I, th- I feel like most people are probably going to know Mulan's synopsis, so it doesn't have to yeah, be Yeah, you don't have to make depth. it. We don't have to convince you to watch this movie. Right. <laughs> most people know what they're getting into. Well, yeah. kind I of. I mean, we don't have to convince you that Mulan is an interesting story. And Absolutely. We have to give you a whole yeah. like paragraph on why it's going to be an interesting story, because yes. we all know. Yeah. Because like. Mulan is like my number four favorite Disney movie of all time. I mean, not only is it a Disney movie that most people know and love, it's a beloved Chinese story that's been around since the sixth century. Yeah. So it's been around since the 700s. Yeah. Like. So I'm for it. I'm for it. 500s. Sorry. Sixth century. 500s. Yeah. 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 500s. 500s. Yeah. (laughs) Which is wild. Okay. So let's get into our hot takes. Okay. Uh, my first hot take. Okay. You ha- If you haven't seen this movie yet, you have to go into it thinking of it as its own movie and not a remake oh, yeah. of the original Mulan. For sure. For sure. That's But that was the biggest problem people were having. Yeah. Was they, everybody is, went into it, it as... It is a honest-to-goodness retelling of the story, yeah. historical story of Mulan. Yeah, so if you're going into it thinking this is a remake just like every other Disney remake where it's the a carbon copy of the story almost, nope. this is not that case, which yep. is why my second hot take is it's the best live-action remake that we've had so far. I would agree. I don't even think that that's <laughs> that hot of a take. I think for most people who are listening to this, they're like... Probably yep. would agree. Yeah, I would <laughs> Unless say the they're only... mad that Mushu's not in it. <laughs> I would say that the oh, yeah Mushu, the you know completely made up character for the animated That's film. So um, <laughs> God, Chris Rock. Um, um, Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. Sorry. Ooh! Eddie Murphy. Chris Rock. <laughs> Who is it? Chris Rock in Shrek, or is that Eddie Murphy too? 
That's Eddie Murphy as well. Good Lord, Eddie Murphy. You're all it's over the place. It's your turn today, buddy. I know. <laughs> Eddie Murphy's all over the place. You're going to Sean Bean. Is there, is there Eddie Murphy? <laughs> is there Chris Rock anywhere? Osmosis Jones. Yep. Um, got him. Got it. Got it. Got it. And um, everybody hates Chris. Well, they, Voiceover, yeah. so kind yeah. of the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's, you know, he's not in it because he's not an actual character from the historical, <laughs> you know. Neither is the cricket. The lucky cricket's not in it either. Cricket's in there. He just said. He's a, got a cameo. He's, if he's you a, look in the bottom left of no, one scene. He's the chunky monkey. The dude with the arrow shot. He's a human in, the, in this movie. What? You didn't catch on to that? No. The kind of chunky warrior. That's supposed to be. That's cricket. The guy who like at the end is like. <gasps> And yeah, still alive. the guy that that's everybody thought was dead cricket? for like half a yeah. second, that's Cricket. You, even in the beginning of the movie, he says he's lucky. His parents call him Cricket because oh, it means luck. Okay. <gasps> totally missed that. Wow. Didn't Dang. pick up on that at all. All right. Was Good not, to know that not, I could inform you on this. Was not significant <laughs> enough to me for me to notice that at all. He wasn't a significant character no. like he, like he was I was curious. Movie. I was like, who is this guy? I, I like him. He's just but... suddenly really good with bow and arrow because, right? because he's lucky. Because he's lucky. Yeah. Okay. Because he's cricket. All right. I like it. All right. That's cute. <laughs> there we go. All right. So that was my hot take. And then I did not pay the $30 Absolutely to watch this movie. Absolutely Fuck that. Like, Fuck that. I get it. They're not going to have a box office release. I can see people saying we need to support them. It's fucking Disney. You don't need to support them. If you have Disney Plus, you're already supporting them. Exactly. Like, Disney doesn't need extra hoopla for it. I get it. Their parks are shut down right now. They're not making as much money. Yada, yada, yada. They already own half of Florida and most <laughs> of the world. Like... They don't need an extra thirty dollars. Yeah, my like big... I would have got it if it was like a five dollars. I probably would have paid like five bucks. Yeah, because that's how we usually rent a movie. Sure, on streaming like services, $5. Amazon or whatever, yeah. right? Like five bucks. Sure, I would have paid that to watch it. Thirty, absurd. No absolutely way. absurd. Absolutely not. Yeah, especially if Hamilton was free. Yeah, that was what I didn't understand. I was like, okay, you're already gonna have subscriber, um, a upstream of right. subscribers go with that if you want to charge five bucks that's fine whatever sure but thirty dollars when you're already gonna have like, a huge surge of subscribers to watch this movie absolutely just just fucking makes it no sense <laughs> absolutely no sense the no actual reason. worst yeah so uh, did not do that no, we I, that's why we're doing it now yeah <laughs> because we were not going to pay that money no i mean even hbo max was months. like wonder woman you get it for, yeah, free, for free for a month yeah here you go watch it watch it yeah so we I will be watching it, it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i haven't watched it yet i will be watching it but all right then we can discuss it yeah that was that was but $30 is absurd. somebody who practically has a monopoly. This is why Abigail yeah. Disney is saying, y'all need an exorcism. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on, guys. Absolutely so, absurd. So I, I watched it the day that it came out to original oh, subscribers. Okay. Yeah. I did. I, we I actually It was like a Friday. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I only oh, work half days on Fridays. Not? What? Yeah. It's a 
on. Sure. <laughs> yeah, me and my wife waited to watch it. And I'm glad that we did because we just bought a new TV. <laughs> and oh my God. Yeah, I have the better TV. So I was like, oh, I'm, I'm going to watch it now. <laughs> it looks beautiful. When mm. you've got something that can actually like pick up on the colors and everything that this movie dishes out, it is gorgeous i'm so happy we waited until we had the nicer tv to that's watch awesome it. i'm glad you did because the colors in this movie are oh, are incredible especially with the amount like the fabrics move oh and yeah stuff and the seeing fabric them movement. Movement. and this oh. that's like that's like a quintessential part of if if people listening to this don't watch movies that come out of china that come from the hong kong or beijing scene you probably wouldn't know this but color correction and color in those films is a big deal. It is a huge deal. So anytime you watch something from production companies or from FX crews, stuff like that, who are based in China, the colors are going to pop and they're going to mean something and they're going to be beautiful. Um, Everything has meaning in yeah. China. Every natural thing. Absolutely. Freaking beautiful. Like if you, uh, if you want to be schooled in cinematography, watch in the mood for love which is a movie out of Hong Kong. Wonderful movie uh, from 2006, I believe. It's a drama, but if you want a freaking masterclass in color cinematography, that's the movie to watch. Nice. Yeah. I'm going to have to go watch that one. Uh, okay, so you guys, you guys watched it mm -hmm. yet Sunday? Sunday. 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 Yeah. So... Uh, what are your what are your hot takes? I already gave you mine, and you kind of agreed with them, but I feel like yeah. you probably have an extra opinion. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I have a really big like. I don't really have like a hot take. I don't have anything controversial. To say. I mean, my biggest hot take is that it was absurd that Disney wanted to charge us thirty dollars to watch this thing early. Is that I mean, a hot take? Because I feel yeah, like everybody I feel like everybody, like, everybody agrees, feels that way, right? Like it's just a fact. Um, like I don't know who paid thirty dollars. I haven't met anybody that's paid thirty dollars, but I don't really. If I was if I was playing devil's advocate, I would say that you know my hot take is oh it should have been a musical. They should have mm. remade it as a musical. Yeah, I don't think they should have. Like, but if I was playing devil's advocate, that's what I would say. Cause I'm okay. sure there are people who believe that they, they wanted a carbon copy. Right. Just yeah. like the other ones. But honestly, I'm happy that they didn't do that. So yeah, I think like hot take, I think it's better because they did not make ooh, it. A musical. That is a hot take. That is a hot take. Yeah. And speaking of better, um, the tomato meter. I don't think it's better than the animated film. No, but no, I do no. Think that You're it's, saying it's better because it's, it's a not better a carbon production. copy yeah. and because... Absolutely. Because they didn't make it a musical. 100%. Yeah, that's a hot take. Yeah. Most people probably think it should have been a musical the whole time. Yeah, no. So, hot take from Will. There you go. Should not be a musical. Shouldn't have been. Was not a musical. And more successful because it's not a musical. Absolutely. Hot take. Yep. Cool. Okay, so because now that he's bringing up that it was better because it wasn't a musical the tomato meter pretty much agrees with you tomato meter at 73 mulan is better is better on the original mulan is rated better on wow. on tomato meter and audience score but the tomato meter is significantly critics, higher than the audience score the critics gave it a 73 yep i'm half tempted to think that rotten tomatoes is racist well, because okay. we've had a lot of problems with Rotten Tomatoes. 
<laughs> and things that aren't white people. I I didn't think it was racist. I thought this was a good a no, good just, sign for I'm a just, live action remake. Sure, for score. sure. I'm just having an inkling that it's kind of weird that every time we talk about a movie that is not just white people, <laughs> the tomato meter is just ever so slightly shorter than everything else. I don't know, man. Um, Into the Spider Verse was the one that was way high on the t- on the yeah, tomato meter. It was it a ninety three. Awesome. So, so like, you're 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 saying that the tomato meter is is good, but because I said the audience score is way lower, you're I thinking mean, the, audience, the audience is the audience, gonna audience be? score is definitely influenced by some of the cultural problems we were having Uh in 2020 yeah, for sure. And the other side of it, I'm going to guess is just people who are upset that it wasn't a musical. Probably. So what did they, what did the audience score this thing at? Or people who (laughs) are, or people who are upset about it being $30 on release and like immediately went to Rotten Tomatoes and put a bad score. Cause they're like, it's dumb. I can't even watch it. Um, it's really lower than the critics. Yeah. Like significantly lower? Yeah. 45. Almost. Damn. 49. Damn. You're good at this, though. You're always within five points. Yeah. So it was at 49. 49%. And I didn't see anything really about, like, (laughs) like there's this one from a Chinese lady that said, who knew that an all-Asian cast could feel so disappointing on racial representation? What? Like, ouch. Like I thought it I thought it did well, but I'm I'm not Chinese. Yeah, so. I'm not Chinese either. I would love to it, hey, if we have people who are Chinese or, or their heritage is Chinese or just from Asian heritage, I would love to hear what you guys have to say about it because I think that this one hits home more than the original animated film for sure. And with huge names in the Chinese acting and production world. Even huge, I won't say names, but huge faces in the American world. Absolutely. Like like more than half the cast. I was like, I know this guy from somewhere, but I don't know his name. The only big production slash actor that you're missing in this film is Jackie Chan. Oh man, I love Jackie Chan. He's the only one missing. But like, yeah, I, wow. (laughs) Okay, so Tomato Meter 73, audience score 49. Yeah, this is another one that I just don't agree with Rotten Tomatoes. Tomato meter or both? Both. Both? I just don't agree. I think that this is a very... I, the only thing that I'm angry about this movie is the $30 Disney Plus hoopla. The rest yeah, of this movie I mean, was really good. I think a lot of people... Like I said in my hot take, you have to watch this with the mindset that this is not a full remake. This is its own movie. And right. I think that if you go into that... It's a great movie. I think that if you go into this as this should be 1998 Mulan, right. you're going to be thoroughly disappointed. Yeah. I think that's what happened. Yeah, I would imagine so. So, And everybody just wants Mushu, which I'm I'm not saying I don't want Mushu, but I can't I see where this where this movie... I didn't miss Mushu. Oh, I love Mushu in the but original. I, it, but watching this movie, I wasn't like, man, this movie would be so much better if Mushu was here. Yeah, that's what I'm saying is like... When before I went in and watched it, I was like really sad that Mushu wasn't going to be in there. But I was mm-hmm. like, okay, it's its own movie. Let's see what happens. And I can't think of any place where I could be like, Mushu would have benefited this movie. Hmm. You know. Yeah. So I was like, I wasn't disappointed. Like I was hopeful 
that this movie would be good without him, but I was sad that he wasn't in there. Yeah. That's my take. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. I mean, he's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So speaking of all the controversy and everything, what do you think the budget was? Um, I mean, it's Disney. So I would imagine that it's almost like a limitless budget. I would imagine that they were just like, oh, yeah, uh, hey, how much money do you guys need? And they're like, oh, we need about $3 billion. And Disney was like, <laughs> yeah, okay. that seems all right. And Mr. Disney, whoever runs it, just wrote a check for infinite money and just handed it to the production crew. Right. Like, I imagine, like, when we make a Disney production, there isn't budget. There is no. invoice. <laughs> right. This is how much we spent, boss. And they're like, oh, cool. No problem. Yeah, awesome. Cool. And how much do you plan on making back? Ah, uh, don't worry. It's a Disney yeah. movie. Yeah. Everybody's going to watch it. And they're like, yeah, fair. 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 Yeah. Fair. fair. Yeah. They screwed up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These guys screwed up I, so bad. Well, I can't imagine because of there's no box office. Yeah, there's no box office. There's no theatrical release. There's no way to, like, calculate that. I would imagine any of the films that have come out on streaming services this year are not going to do great. No, except for Hamilton. (laughs) Yeah, but even then, what is the monetary gain from from that release? Exactly. You know? Yeah. Well, the monetary gain is the amount of subscribers that subscribed at that time because they wanted to watch Hamilton. And then you have... Because my thing was, is... I was I hadn't even been watching Disney Plus mm-hmm. in like two months, and I was like, I, I mean, I bought the three year membership because right. I'm a Disney Gold member. Uh huh. But yep. Yeah. So yeah, you're one of the people <laughs> that they are like, oh well, we got money flowing in, no problem. Exactly. But I've already paid it, so they've already spent it. Sure. But so I didn't cancel my service, but I wasn't watching it because I had already watched all yeah. my throwbacks and everything. I'd watched everything I needed to. Right. And so Hamilton, I think, was that revival. Oh, yeah. Disney's and definitely had a uptick since they released that. Exactly. So they were like, oh, Hamilton's doing really well. We need to start doing this type yeah. of stuff. So Disney Plus, I don't think, was doing very well. As a huge Disney fan who wasn't watching on right. that streaming service, that yeah. says a lot. Yeah. Like, they weren't putting enough original content for, you know, our age group. Okay. Who so. Were- we're using that as a metric of success. Success is the amount of people that either subscribed, subscribed or, or paid, kept their kept, kept their, subscription their subscription or paid the absurd amount of money to watch it. Yeah, upfront. Yeah, and okay. We don't have a calculation of that. All we sure. know is here's the budget. Okay, two hundred million. Okay, which we can definitely see. Sure, the movie is incredibly well done with the cinematography, Beautiful. the action sequences. They had like twelve FX companies working on this thing. Exactly. Yeah. So you can see where the two hundred million went, and was successful. Yeah, absolutely. Opening weekend, seventy million worldwide. Yeah, that's Oof. not gonna work for Disney. Rough. Yeah. When we're talking Disney. Usually, either net profits on opening, or at least gets over halfway. Yeah, and so this was a bust. The problem is, is we don't know how much it's made to date. Right. Because, because there's, there's no, no way to there's calculate, no way to calculate it. it. They yeah. can calculate how many people have watched the movie, but, but it there's, tell it's you nowhere. Money. It's yeah. nowhere there. And if they were to put a monetary number on it, it's going to be sure they wouldn't show us. Like it's, yeah. yeah. So just based off of what we know, it didn't do well. It didn't. It technically, it's Monetarily not a success. speaking, it's not a success. It's on not paper. a success. Okay. Sure. Why not? Right? Yeah. Like, it's, I can't, I can't, like, there's not much we can say about it. I mean, we can say right? they spent $200 million, which it, 
Like, that's a lot of money, but that seems about on par for a Disney production. And for this type of production. Absolutely. With, you know, like three different war scenes yeah. and all this Huge. traveling and all this Huge sort of stuff. stuff. Um, I get it. The sad thing about it, I think, is that we both think that it's the best live action Disney remake. That they've made to date. That they've sure. made to date. Absolutely. And it's made way less than all the other ones. But don't really deserve it. That's kind of how it goes, right? I I feel bad. Especially in the world of Disney. This, you know what this kind of feels like to me? It kind of feels like like a Sundance type. Oh. Like Like a film festival type thing that may get like another release somewhere. But doesn't it feel that way? Like the way that it's shot, the way that they changed the story, the way that they did it, all of this stuff. It almost feels like this this live action is going to become a cult classic to whoever. There are going to be people who really, really, really like this film. And there's going to be a, a whole bunch of people in the mainstream who are like, eh, it's not good. <laughs> and the people, it's not good. people are going to be like, not. why? And they're like, it's not. It's just not. It's not. It's not. It's not Mulan. It's not Mulan. Not good. They took out my favorite dude who sings the man out of you. Like Donnie Osmond. Yeah. They <laughs> That's don't... who you came up with? Not Tony Award winning no. Salonga? No. <laughs> who they didn't use? No. <laughs> you came up with Donnie Osmond? Yeah. Because I'm acting as a normal human who watches films. Oh Lord. <laughs> but I feel like that's what's gonna happen with this film. I feel like this film is a beautiful, gorgeous, like very like it has so much love in it. You can see that people really put time and effort into this film and it's, you know, people didn't like it cause it wasn't a carbon copy and people don't like it because it's, you know, it was released weird and all this stuff. It just didn't have a lot going in its direction. Yeah. Basically we're saying that it, it fought a good hard battle and it's worth the watch. Absolutely. But unfortunately, if you're looking at monetary wise and, you know, people that just look at the cover and like, nah, guess, guess it's what? losing. Because of this, they will never, ever make one that's not a carbon copy. That's really, a, that's a surprising hot take, but also really upsetting to think about. Disney's not going to do it again. That's stupid. It's a stupid decision. Yeah. If they make another live action, they're not going to do They this. are making another live action. Which one? Hercules. Oh, yeah. So freaking Hercules, upset about Hercules this. Hercules is going to be a carbon copy. No, I'm so... F- you don't I, think it'll look like, uh, like Clash of the Titans? <laughs> I'm so upset that I'm so upset they've already made all my my top four uh-huh. Disney movies are number one, Hercules, mm-hmm. number two, Lion King, mm-hmm. number three, Aladdin, mm-hmm. number four, Mulan. Yeah, you got they've, three uh, out of four. You're coming up yes. on four. And they're gonna ruin Hercules. I'm surprised that they haven't done uh like Snow White or Cinderella yet. They've Princess done the Cinderella. Frog. They did Cinderella they did with Cinderella? Lily James. Oh, and yeah. Yeah, it was the first live action right. remake and it did not do well. No. Which is which is hilarious because there's a Rodgers and Hammerstein musical mm-hmm. that's been on Broadway for oh, fucking 40 years or something like that and does great. So it's like why didn't you just make that right into a movie? They did Into the Woods. They did Into the Woods. Yay. Not. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, I mean, they're just going to, they're just going to roll through all the classics. I know. They so, did Dumbo. 
Oh, I forgot about Dumbo. Dumbo, I didn't even I just watch don't, it. I don't like Dumbo in general. I don't like Dumbo in general either. Yeah. And also, I feel like a live action would just make it way more sad. Uh, I want to know what they did with the, like, fucking acid trip scene in the oh, middle of the Dumbo. Oh, with the purple elephants? In, like, the blue clowns and the technicolor. Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen that movie in so long. I think I only remember the, like, pelican bringing a baby oh uh, yeah that's about it but they've also remade lady and the tramp but i didn't watch so it. yeah so we got hercules and hercules is going to be a carbon copy of i really hope it's not it will be it 100 percent will be it's not going to look like clash of the titans and it's definitely not going to be a retelling of the original story of hercules which is like the most upsetting sad disney could not story make it <laughs> of, from greek mythology yeah you think yeah. megara is the, real hot the game... and you like her in the cartoon oh god yeah <laughs> the yeah, game of thrones the... creators directors oh not, yeah not the writers fuck the writers yeah but, but the directors they are, have to be make licking the chops <laughs> at making a retelling they're of like Hercules. oh yeah we could do this yeah, you think megara dying is a tearjerker in the animated Oof. film? Yeah, Megara in the actual story of it Hercules. Is a tearjerker. Yeah, they're not <laughs> they're not going to make Hercules like the actual story like they did with Mulan. No. Absolutely not. No. No, I'm so upset because they've got all everybody's like a uh, fan casting it and stuff. Oh. Really? And everybody wants Ariana Grande to be Meg and I'm just like I don't Ariana. No. It's because of her hair. I, People only see the ponytail. They're like, they she's see, got a long ponytail. They Megara see the has ponytail, a long ponytail and the quote-unquote sass. And I'm like, no. okay, she has a beautiful voice. The girl guess, can't act. No, no, no. <laughs> But guess what Ariana Grande is? A soprano. Yeah. Megara is Everybody's one like, of, she's a diva. Megara and she's a is one of two altos in the Disney universe that gets an actual real song. Oh, it's such a beautiful song. You've got Megara and Ursula. That's it. The mm. rest of them are sopranos. But those are your altos. I, they just can't do it. Yeah. They just can't. It will not succeed. Anyways, they won't. Sorry. So back to Mulan. <laughs> Tangent because I love Hercules yeah. so much and I'm so mad. <laughs> yep. So back to Mulan. Okay. Mulan. It was a bust. Fourth, fav- fourth favorite movie of all times and best live action remake. And they've already remade every one of them except for Hercules. So we're doing good with Mulan and here. And Snow White, right? Have they done a live action? No, I'm talking about my White? top fours. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> now that we've gone on a tangent about like all the budget and everything, let's get into our cast. So we open with Mulan, like first, Zhu, Zhou, Hua Zhou, who is Mulan's father. Joe. Joe. But they say Zhou. No, they do say, they say it correctly. Yeah, they say Zhou. No, they don't say Joe. They say J with a J noise. Joe. 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 Because if you're saying it correctly. Mulan's daddy. (laughs) Yeah. And it's one of my favorite things about this film is nobody ever says the the name Joe correctly. And they do. They don't say Joe. They don't say Jaw. They don't say Z something. His name is literally just Joe. Yes, that's how I'm saying it. Yeah. Joe. Oh my god. Not Joe. Okay, anyway, he Joe. opens and <laughs> is he he's gonna be the narrator of the story. Yeah. Which is really cool because yeah. he I it, it kinda like goes back to the whole like Hamilton thing where Eliza is telling 
the story. Hamilton story because that yeah. was like her her true love and everything right. and his daughter is his true love mm-hmm. and you can tell in the movie and so he's narrating the story, the story so of I thought Mulan. that was a cool yeah. side also, thing. Also, when you've got that actor who is just awesome. You use him. <laughs> you use him. Yeah. I mean, he's great and I I was one I couldn't place where I knew him from. Okay. And I was like, I know that he's guest starred on a bunch of places mm-hmm. and I know that he's like a big TV guy. Yep. He played in Man in the High Castle, uh, which is one of those, like, I read the book and right. the TV I never show. watched the show, but I read the book. I My hot take is the TV show did better than the book. Really? Yeah. Okay. It, it's it's a weird tangent that we can get into in a later sure. point. But I, I when we actually thoroughly, start doing TV series. Yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed the TV show. Okay. And he played one of the commanders. <laughs> So cool. He did. He did a really good job, and he kind of yeah, he's sees a, that here as a warrior. He's a big actor. Well, I mean, he is a. This is the thing: is the man actually is a grand champion, yeah, of martial arts. Exactly. Like this is this is a real grand champion. Like, which is pretty freaking badass. But he's handicapped here, unfortunately, yeah, because he was in. He was already he was in, in the, the previous war. war. Yep. Uh, so he narrates the film and um, we get into like, we we open on Mulan's childhood, yeah. which we don't do in the original no, at we, all. We just get straight up grown up Mulan who's ready to be matched. Yeah. So we here we open on her childhood where mm-hmm. her dad has, has been kind of letting her channel her chi and which is a thing that her, they make up for the film, yeah. for this film, which is interesting yeah. too. Basically being like, you you don't want to be matched. You you, you want to be right. your own person. And you've got this incredible talent, yeah. and I'm gonna go ahead and teach chi, you. Chi in Confucianism is the warrior spirit. Yes, it's the energy that is your warrior spirit. And Mulan is in the Confucius stories is known to have a very big chi. She's got a lot of warrior spirit, and she does. Yeah, so she she was born and always meant to be a warrior because of her chi. So they kind of bring that to light in the story and they try to show it to you. Yeah, they're trying to explain When it. she's a little girl. Yeah. Yeah. So she does all of those. She's chasing a chicken, which... Going... That is the hardest thing ever. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> Going back... Rocky knows. Um, Rocky knows. He does. He has to catch a chicken. I know. In his training. Um, going back to Hercules, all of the circle town yeah. and her breaking shit while she's trying to catch a chicken, I was like... This is just a fucking scene from Hercules where he breaks the entire fucking semicircle Yeah, except tab. Hercules does it in one tap. Yeah, well, yeah, because he's literally a demigod. Yeah. But, like, she's running around this place and everybody's yelling at she's her for breaking shit. She's causing a hot mess. And she's breaking shit. And I was like, this is just a fucking scene where Hercules is a teenager and he catches yeah. a frisbee. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Pretty I was, awesome. I was like, this is... Also with better stunts. Right. But the seat, this is her, interesting. You can tell she's on lines because she's a child. Well, yeah. You can tell she's online. So I was like, wait, I hope I, the movie doesn't do this no, the no, whole no. time. See, <laughs> I had a different take on that. I think that it looks very much like a Jet Li movie. Oh. And it's supposed to look that way. There's a few, we'll talk about it. There's a few action sequences throughout this film where it is very much an homage to that style of Kung Fu movie. 
All right. It's a very stylized way of doing things. Like people are always like, man, Kung Fu movies look so stupid with their stunts and stuff because like <laughs> no person's going to fly like that. That's dumb. You can clearly see that they're like doing flying through the air stuff. And it's like, yeah, because that's a stylized thing. That's how they tell stories. Yeah. So the movie is meant to show you that's how they tell stories. See, I only... So I think that it's kind of like they're, they're trying to give a feeling of that type of, of filming. All right. I'll take you on that. But I only I only saw it in the childhood scene. Like the rest of it was so natural oh, that the, I was... The, when she fights the witch in that weird cavern where like the stuff is cracking underneath yeah. her. Yeah. When they're fighting and she gets thrown 30 feet backwards from a Chinese star hitting her in the chest. Yeah, I, but like, it looked natural boosh, still. And it like slows down and you see her like fly 40 feet in a straight line and then hit yeah. a, a brick wall because she got hit with a, with a Chinese star. <laughs> By like, a witch. <laughs> but yeah, but that's like kung fu movie. Phenomenal cosmic powers. But like that is clearly making an homage and like when Jet Li's fighting with the 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 rags or the the curtains the fabric fabric, yeah and like you can clearly see that it's like wrapping in weird ways and it's meant to be stylized and Jet Li's kind of moving in weird ways we're on the same page there I just thought this one looked very unnatural whereas the rest of it just flowed so beautifully and I think it's just because we have a child actress it might be doing it that that's that was my it could be that was my tidbit on it but i feel like it it is supposed to be stylized to a point yeah like like she jumps off of the phoenix wing and like everything stops and you can see her kind of float for a second and it then it breaks yeah like very stylized it just looked a little bit unnatural compared to the rest of the movie i can see that i can see where you come from so and in this one she has a sister yeah, which is she does. new, and you're saying you were saying in the sixth century story she does have a she sister. She does correct? have a sister. Yes. All right. Yep. And is her name also Zhu? Um. Well, so it's kind of hinky. So the the stories go back and forth in in the world because there's so many retellings. Yeah, from my understanding, so many, sometimes she does and sometimes she yeah, doesn't. Yeah, there's there's so many dynasties and stuff. Like obviously, this is a word of mouth type story, mm-hmm. right? So it's it's handed down. But let me see. So my wife, who is a world history teacher in high school, teaches this century of Chinese culture because it's significant to the world. This is this is the peak of Chinese culture is what they call it which is why there's the big cities and the golden and all the gold and all that stuff. So it's the peak. So she said the original ballad, because it's a ballad, everything Mm -hmm. was a ballad um, from the sixth century, which is like the peak of Chinese culture. They're part of the Northern Wei dynasty ish because the movie is wishy-washy with the actual time period. So if you're going by the story, then it's during the Wei Dynasty. If you're going by the film, it's during a different dynasty. Oh. It's kind of wishy-washy. Uh, the pottery and the makeup and the Confucianism is all what's indicative of the Wei Dynasty time period. So all of that stuff that they picked is that's why you can kind of you can kind of say that they're following the sixth century story ballad instead of the twelfth century retelling, mm-hmm. um, which are the two big ones that we have. In the 6th century one, most of the time she has a sister, a father, and a mother back in a poor village Yeah, outside of Hong Kong. Okay, cool. So, so homage to the ballad, we've got a sister now. Right. And and so ne- like we skip a few scenes and we're going to introduce the witch. 
Mm-hmm. So we've got a random camel herder mm-hmm. who is walking to the town, and suddenly the witch appears from hawk form and yes. makes her way into human form, and yep. then somehow possesses his like mind she has, takes still yeah, for a second. She has a way of I don't know if it's really possessing his mind or actually like possessing his body. I think it's just possessing his body. Like, full out, like, I like think he, she, like, takes control of yeah. their body. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I think which happens. Is, which is pretty wild. So, the witch is played by Lee Gong, and the witch's name is, and I'm going to butcher it because this. I'm a horrible person, Jian Yang. <laughs> it's X-I-A-N-N-I-A-N-G. You're, yeah. you're over here like, ugh. I don't know. Yeah. Let's just go with it. <laughs> I mean, you got the X part right, which most people would get wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So she's known for um, memoirs of a geisha. A geisha? Geisha? Geisha. 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 I knew I was pronouncing it wrong. And Miami Vice. Wow. <laughs> two other. Okay. Two opposite sides of the spectrum. Absolutely. <laughs> because one of those is a Oscar winning film and the other one is Miami Vice. Yeah. And <laughs> the rest of her stuff is mostly like Chinese culture okay, and everything. Cool. So we've seen her face and like she's a famous face. Yeah. Um, but most of her stuff is China stuff, which I was like, cool. The We're Chinese film the industry. The Chinese is film huge. industry in for a Disney movie. A huge industry. I thought she did great. Oh yeah. Like I was very impressed with her Absolutely. very monotone. She's a, like, she's a great bad guy. Yeah. I, bad guy I was slash thoroughly good guy. impressed. <laughs> bad guy slash misunderstood guy. Right. Like just she just had it rough. She's, she's what hap- what would happen to Mulan if it didn't pan out the way that it does for her. If if Mulan succumbed to that. Yeah, to a point, but also like if if Donnie Yin wasn't his character wasn't like, yes, we accept that like you're fucking dope, then I still don't think that she'd go to the dark side. No, she'd probably just die. She'd probably, probably. disembowel herself. Yeah, like she does in the twelfth century. Yeah, version. Just just a dark version. Yeah, dude. So you need that. You need that um, drama. Yeah. So this scene where we get introduced to the witch is the first time that we meet all the bad guys all at once. Mm-hmm. We get into the witch goes into town and mm-hmm. decides, makes a distraction. Just fucking goes to yeah, town. Yeah, just goes ham. Yeah, just kills like <laughs> as the spice herder for like five seconds, and then she breaks out of his body uh-huh. and goes in, and she's got these like claws for fingers yeah. and everything, and the cinematography. In these stunt scenes, Dude, these fight the, scenes. The, the fight scenes, because you've got three of the greatest fight scene coordinators ever of all time <laughs> in this movie. And you know that they were like, yeah, we're going to uh, be a part of the stunt coordination for this. Exactly. But you also got to think about the fact that we have to be able to see it. Yeah. <laughs> and so they changed the camera. I've never seen camera angles used like this before. They were really Where they like cool. go like completely 90 degrees yeah. to follow like them running up the wall and stuff. Yeah. And so it like tricks you out for a second because you're like, okay, yeah, now this guy is ran- running towards us, all this sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. But when she's fighting and she like brings these guys, flips them into the air, you the get the twist. 90 degree tilt. Yeah. yeah. And it's just beautiful. Cause it's it, really it also cool. goes into like 
slow enough, slow-mo enough to mm-hmm. where like you can see it, but, but not slow not enough. Not that slow-mo uncanny enough. slow-mo from Aladdin. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that. Oh. I hated that. I hated it so much. I could go on a tangent on that for hours yeah. and how awful that was. Yeah. <laughs> so it was used beautifully. Yeah. The stunt coordination combined with the camera work. You've got, just you've got three of the glorious best team. kung fu coordinators ever yeah in this movie so like you're gonna expect the fight scenes to be really cool and really well done a plus the whole time and then this is where like i just said we get introduced to the the rorans Mm -hmm. who replace the huns in this movie no no no, i'm saying that the huns are in the 1998 version and here they're called the rorans they're both huns I know. But I have I have fun facts for you about that. I know, but I'm saying that now we are referring to the Huns as Rorans in this film. Uh, well, yeah, because that's, that's correct. That's what they're called. Because yes. that is correct. So now because give in the us 1998 your... film... We needed baby words. They, yeah, they're not Huns. <laughs> uh, okay, so um, the people that they're fighting are the uh, Rowan. Ro- Rorans. Ro- Rorans. Yeah. Um, who are from Mongolia. They're the same as the Huns. Okay, um, the White Huns or the Zhangun, Zhangun, which are the ones from the original Disney movie called the White Huns. Um, this is why wet Westerners depict Attila the Hun as a Mongolian, even though he's from way further west. So uh, history confuses all the Huns together, even though Mongolia is, you know, massive. It's a massive country. And the Huns were made up of different people. So the White Huns were a serious problem for China. They're the ones that ended the Han dynasty, which is why most people know them. Most people know Attila the Hun, the White Huns, Zhangun. Like, that's the one people know because the dynasty, the Han dynasty is the one that the Chinese identify with the most. Historically, they call themselves the people of the Han. So because those are the Mongolians that ended the Han dynasty... Those are the ones that we usually depict as like the big bad Huns. Right. Right. Um, so it makes sense that they they use them as like the boogeyman of their story, which is what they do. But in this one, they use the actual Huns from Mulan's original story from the sixth century ballad, which is what we got this time. So, yeah. The Shadow Warriors. Yeah. So instead of getting the white Huns that we get... In the 1998 film, we get the actual Huns that Mulan would have fought in the 6th century. Exactly. Okay, so we're introduced to them in this scene as well. So we get both bads yep. in this film in this scene. Yep. And they're going to take over the town, and they're going to, quote-unquote, slaughter the town. Yeah. But they don't actually do that. It's, uh, it's well, a, they take over they, the town. They kill a lot of people. They in order kill to take a lot of people, but it's a propaganda scheme. Yeah. Because... The witch again inhabits a soldier's body, and then he, she, yeah. plays as him as the last person to survive, survive. to create chaos, right. so that Jet Li's character, the emperor, the emperor, is like, "I'm gonna fucking kill this dude." Like, yeah, when <laughs> come we get, at me, bro. <laughs> when we get Jet Li, exactly, fucking Jet Li, yeah, as the emperor, and we're all like, "Oh, holy shit!" Holy shit! Is that- that's, that's Jet Li. That's Jet Li. Is that uh, Wushu Grandmaster yeah. Jet Li? Yeah. 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 yeah, it is. So um, now this, the the witch posing as the last survivor, quote unquote, which is not the case, 
as going to tell the emperor. And then mm-hmm. the emperor is like, all right, this is what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now we've got the whole plan laid out. Let's just go straight back to Mulan. Okay. This is where we're introduced to Mulan. To full-grown Mulan. Full-grown Mulan. Correct. Yep. And it is now we're going to pay homage to Honor to Us All, the song mm-hmm. in Mulan. Yep. Which is amazing. Where they're putting on the makeup. Yes. So we're talking about, and she is actually chasing rabbits first. Mm-hmm. And she comes back inside so excited to tell her family that, that she saw rabbits. She ra- saw rabbits, and tomorrow she's going to go out. And they're like, ha, ha, not really. Not really. We matched, matched you. Yeah. <laughs> and which she's, is her job. It's as, her job, and you can daughter. see her, the disappointment in her face, but yeah. she's like, duty and honor, okay? They're, yeah. co- they're Confucius. Yeah. Like, they believe in Confucianism, and in Confucianism, it's all about your right place. This is what you're supposed to do, and so you do what you're supposed to do. Yep. So you see her wrestle with that in her brain, and then she's like, this is what I got to do. This is what I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. So our full-grown Mulan, who we will see throughout the rest of the film, is played by Yaifei Liu. Very good. I feel like I butchered it. Don't mm-hmm. kill me, please. It's pretty good. <laughs> so um, she, this is, I think this is her first uh, American film. Am I correct on that? I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I am never... Surprised. She she played in the Forbidden Kingdom. Okay, but I don't know if we. It's a Jackie Chan movie, mm-hmm. but I don't know if we'd consider it. Uh, most of Jackie Chan's films are produced in China. Okay, so we're just gonna consider Mulan our yeah. first. Jackie Chan is is American a big proponent film. of using Hong Kong um, as like the place that he produces most of his films. So even if they're like made in English and stuff, uh-huh. he makes them out of Hong Kong. Okay, so. So, yeah, so we're going to go with Mulan as being Plus, the first. She's she's known as a professional dancer and singer a lot over in China as well. Yeah, she's got many talents. Yeah. So we're 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 happy that she was cast oh, as this yeah. because she does 90 percent of her own stunts. The martial work, she's martial artist work, the, the horse play, the sword amazing. play, amazing, everything and highly impressed. Um for being one so young and being yeah. she's known as Babyface. That's cute. Over there because she's like 28 years old but she looks like she's, she's a, 16. Yeah, she does. So highly impressed with what she, she does. She's so gorgeous. I mean, she's also funny. She is. Because in this same scene that we're getting into, the makeup intro, which mm-hmm. is beautifully done because they do the whole layout scene like a yeah. nat, a nat they, geo type thing. They actually they a lot of this film they show the traditional ways of how how it, during that century that's how they would lay stuff out they would lay the makeup out and it all has its place and it's all a ceremony and everything has to be done the way it needs to be done and you don't do it differently like they they did a great job of showing that and they film it beautifully in this yeah scene. and that's not even what i'm talking like even the sound effects of them like placing everything oh out, yeah which, it was just a really cute scene yeah it's where great. you're you're enjoying this and then she gets all of her makeup on and she's all serious and composed and everything and then they're walking out and, and sister joins her and jokes. she's like look this is my serious face now i'm sad now I am confused. Mm-hmm. Now I am smiling. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Which is great. <laughs> you can't tell. It's very funny. Uh, What's so- great about that, 
that's how they were supposed to be. I know. Traditionally, like, that's I'm how you're sad. supposed to be. I feel so bad you, they, for you. The whole white stuff, you're supposed to look like a doll. Yeah, I know. Yeah. They did it. They just did it really well to make it lighthearted. Fun. Like, make it just light-hearted like, just and like fun. in the movie. Just like in the 1998 film. Yeah. Where that With whole song everything, everything goes crazy and she's, yep. yeah. She's like getting tortured basically yeah. into the suit. <laughs> very great. Yeah. So, very impressed with how they did. Um, next character that we get introduced to that's a big character is Shang, mm-hmm. which is not Shang. No. He gets introduced. Both characters that play the split of him yes. get introduced in the same th- in the same scene. So, we've got Are you just going to are you just going to skip over or is this when they're coming into town? Just roll with it. Yeah, I mean that's <laughs> when we get introduced to her when she's fully grown Mulan and she's going to do that this the whole makeup and she does the whole scene and it's an homage to the 1998 film and then they have the funny part with the spider because her sister's terrified of spiders yeah and that's when all the shit goes and hits the fan they come into town they say they need a man well if we want to if we want to break down the spider scene though this is where we get introduced to her real chi her full grown chi oh yeah 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 because she, yeah. she, she catches, catches all, the, all of the, the plates and, plates then and the pots she's and also a clumsy girl so of course one everything thing happens and she yeah. falls over and, and breaks, breaks all everything. of the stuff which is why she's not matched (laughs) but the big turning point for this character is when she decides okay i'm going to basically i'm going if i get caught i'm gonna die i'm gonna get executed yeah and i'm going to break from every tradition i'm going to bring dishonor on my family like they'll never recover from this dishonor but it's not worth my dad going and dying yeah and we get the scene where she puts on the armor she takes the sword she steals his horse and it's like, fuck it. I'm going to write off. I'm going to go be this man that I've made up so I can take my father's place. Well, and fun fact, she doesn't cut her hair in this one. Like they do right. in reflection because you know, everybody had long hair back yeah, then. You just put it in a bun. Yeah. You put it in a top knot. Yeah. So, yeah. which it was just a cool scene in, in the original Mulan right. where she like cuts it with the sword and everything because right. it's less hair um, to manage. It's also, it's also very much mixing of cultures. That's so whenever you're dishonored in Japan, like as a, you become a Roman, oh, you cut, cut your off hair. your bun. It's like right? the Dothraki in Game of Thrones. Right. It's it's a symbol of Murderer. of your status. Mm-hmm. Right. So you cut it off. And mm-hmm. so they were kind of doing that Paying in the 1998 film. But that's a mixing of Japanese and Chinese culture. Which clearly I know more about Japanese than I do Chinese. <laughs> Most people do. <laughs> um, but yeah, like this is where she and we get a, a very serious moment out of her out of the actress we get our first real look at her being serious like taking yeah, a serious not role. making fun of how she can't move her mouth <laughs> <laughs> right exactly so i think that's a big scene for the actress and i think she sold it and it really does you really do get a sense of the decision that she's making yeah before she runs off to the camp yeah and um she's riding off and we see her see the horse like face to face for first time mm-hmm. looks exactly like the horse in the film well of course it the does original even with the star and yep. the white all the way down of course like, it does oh it's yeah. so cute yep i like the horse yeah <laughs> and so they so she rides off and then she goes to the camp and then we're introduced to the phoenix well we are introduced to the phoenix yeah because yeah, she's, she's lost, lost her way a little bit yeah. yeah, so this is where we introduce Mushu, not Mushu. Mushu, not Mushu. Yeah, yep. that's what we'll call him. Because Phoenix. the yeah. symbol of her family, the protector of her family, is the phoenix instead of the dragon. Yep. Yeah. So dad prays because he's figured it out. Mm-hmm. Prays that the phoenix will protect her. 
she's obviously lost. Phoenix comes in. Yep. And is like, this is the way. She's like, holy shit, there's a Phoenix. This is the way. Holy shit, this is the way. <laughs> I have spoken. <laughs> <laughs> so takes off and then we get into the camp because it's a very small scene. Yeah. Where the it literally is just like, Ooh, oh yeah. It's just a Bye-bye. little it's just well, it's going to he's going to show up later. The Phoenix it's no, our he first shows introduction of the Phoenix. It's just usually introductions are a little bit longer and right. we're just like nope. let's nope. do it. Yep. So then we get into the camp. Yes. And she's gotta be as manly as possible. So yeah. something happens. Yeah. And she pulls her sword on Shang. Mm-hmm. Love Shang. They're like they're Love like Shang yeah, and Commander they're like, Shang. They're they're <laughs> bumping into each other. Yeah. And she's trying to be manly and make sure that like Yeah, her honor is mm-hmm. kept. And she's like, I don't know what to do, so I'll just go to the farthest extreme here. And just sword pulls her pull. sword out. Yep. So in the, in this, Love Shang is Hong Wei, mm-hmm. who is played by Yosan An. Cool. And I've never seen this guy before. Neither have I. Okay, cool. Yep. So, did a good job. You did. First time I watched it, I was like, he kind of looks weird. But the second time, I was like, yeah. you know, like, he's it's not bad. He's a good looking fella. Yeah. He's yeah. Good looking. And he did a great job. Yeah. His his voice had a I, very commanding presence I of really like the way that he, like, carried himself through the through the film. Yeah. Yeah. Very confident. Yep. Kind of an asshole, but not an asshole. But not. Right. You I know? mean, he's definitely a bro. Yeah, you know? like they're soldiers. They're supposed to be like kind of frat boyish. Yeah, but type he's definitely vibes. trying to play into who is this this person mm-hmm. and what 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 does she make her name? Wait, uh, is it is it Ping? It's not Ping. It's Ping no. in the original. No. Um. Has oh, I can't seen, remember. Has anybody seen? I can't remember crap. what she decides what it's going to be. It's not Joe. Hua Jean. Jean. Yeah, it's Jean. Yeah, I was like, it's a J. It's she goes J-A-N. with a J. Yeah. So. Yeah. Hua Jean. <laughs> Hua Jean. He's like trying to get a feel for this person because she's definitely like outcast herself yeah. at the which, same time as being inside the group. Which for people who might not know, in China, you put your surname first. Yeah. So I'd be Tart William. Yeah. That's how I would say uh, my name to somebody. William. Yeah, that's how I would say my name to people. So, her her name that she decides is going to be is Jean. Jean. But her last name is Hua. Hua. Yep. Hua Jean. Mm-hmm. And so we meet our our love interest, who's not really that much of a love interest. Mm-mm. Um, do you it's know the story the of why they split him into two characters? Do you know why? I do, but let's introduce. Donnie Com- Yen. Commander, Commander Shang first, and yep. then we'll go into the story. Cool. Because they're introduced at the same time, which Absolutely. is significant yeah. because it's the same character yes. split into two. Yep. Two um, swords facing each other. Donnie Yen comes in, does some Wing Chun. Some awesome martial arts. Yeah. Wing Chun. Yeah. And yeah. then we see um, that he recognizes the sword but doesn't tell anybody. He, yeah, he recognizes the inscription on the sword. Yeah, he Yeah, he recognizes it. And then just hands it back and is like, "Who, who's your family and everything?" And yeah, then that's who where are we, you? And that's where we get Hua Jean. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't. He doesn't express that he fought with no. her dad. No, he we just don't get he that. says he knows the family. That's it. Yeah. So and then he tells everybody to grow up. Mm-hmm. Put your put your dicks back in your pants. Pretty much. <laughs> yep. Pretty much. So now we've been introduced to fan favorite Shang. Mm-hmm. split into two characters. Yes. And Will, can you please explain why we did this? So a lot of people were, especially now, 
um, with the Me Too movement, right? It would not, it doesn't look good to have the commanding officer be the love interest because he is in a position of power above our main character. So Me Too movement, that's not okay. It would, it's it's not, it's not not okay. It's it's more of a, we need to be able to, how, how would we do this? We need to, and also, it, it also really plays into the fact that that would not happen in this century. It wouldn't happen in Confucianism. Right. A master would never do that with an apprentice. It would never like the laws of Confucianism and piety. It just would not allow for that to happen. The historical accuracy is not there, but also even in script writing. Yeah. It's just like you can't be sensitive to the subject. Right. And pull this off. Right. So. so what they decided to do was to split them in half. And actually what they decided to do originally is just get rid of a love interest. They were just going to. I mean, it. they kind of did. Like, was, it doesn't even really. It, it's like. Yeah, they kind of did. Problem. Now the LGBTQ community is getting involved because our our main boy is known as a bisexual icon. Like, uh like in the queer, actor? in the no, the character in the queer community. How in the queer community, he's known as he's he's kind of been accepted as a bi icon because he's clearly into Milan before she reveals that she's a woman. I don't feel that way. Yeah, the, the, I don't but see but it that's that way. how the queer community has kind of accepted it because okay. there aren't any Disney like explicitly queer until we got uh, Elsa. No, 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 um, uh, Lafu. You remember when people lost their shit when they learned LeFou was yep. gay? Yeah. Yeah. So they didn't have anybody. <laughs> I forgot for a second. Yeah, mm-hmm. they didn't have anybody. And bisexuals really don't have anybody. Um, and so the queer community kind of took that and was like, okay, Adopted this is it. this is our bi icon. And um, they were pissed off that they were going to cut this bi icon out of the movie. And so they're like, cool, cool, cool compromise. We'll make two characters. We'll have the commander. And then we'll have this other guy who's our love interest. Mm-hmm. And they'll both be soldiers, so they're on even playing field. We've got our love interest, who is, like, not really understanding how he's feeling about this dude. <laughs> and we'll have our commander, who's just a great commander that we love. Yeah. So that's what they do. They decide to split him in half. We'll solve both of these problems. Kill two birds, one stone. Okay. I don't, I don't agree with the community just because I think it, it's more... You don't have to agree. I don't have to agree, but I, I yeah. can state why I disagree. Sure. So I, I think it's more of a... They're trying... He's trying to... There's something odd about this person to him. Right. And he is trying to figure it out. And he just he's just really curious as to what but is going on. He also genuinely likes this person more than any of the other guys. Yeah, but I think it's because of the curiosity And they of definitely the have more moments than yeah. any of the other ones prior to Milan revealing that she's a woman. Yeah. It, like, but I think it's more of a, you can like, see it both ways. We are soldiers here. You can totally see it both ways. I can see it both ways for sure. Okay. I can see him being like, I don't know, like, because this isn't okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, this isn't okay for me. And then that kind of like relief moment where he's like, oh, thank God, she's a woman. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay again. Like, you can definitely see that, especially in this film, in the retelling of it. You can yeah. definitely see where he's like, oh, thank goodness she's a chick. Like, <laughs> I didn't get that, but all right. Yeah. All right. Um. So after that, we get the, this is the code. 
If you don't do these things, you mm-hmm. will be killed. Yep. And so they list off a bunch of things, and then they list off lying. Mm-hmm. And lying is not a killing thing. Well, you don't get executed for that. Exile. Because what's worse than being executed? Disgrace. Disgrace. Which dishonor to your family. Dishonor to your family. Mm-hmm. All that good stuff. So Mulan is starting to feel even more the pressure, the, the pressure yeah. of... A, su- a successful roundabout here <laughs> right yeah so um now we're gonna jump into like the train we start the training all that good stuff and mm-hmm. then we pay homage to a girl worth fighting for the song where it- they're all sitting at lunch Don't eating we- do we do a girl worth fighting for first before make a man out of you mm-hmm. in this okay yeah because i just got those backwards in my head i think so okay so a girl with fighting for is all of them at lunch talking just about their talking. ideal woman instead of singing about it. Right. They're just standing, so, they're just sitting around eating food. Yeah. And just yeah, messing with each so other. So disgusting. And I like yeah. e- eating all this stuff. He's just dripping out of his mouth and stuff. He's like, I don't care what she looks like. And Mulan's over here like, Oh, oh I agree. It's good. Yeah. It's only matters what she cooks Looks like. like. <laughs> King of the rock. Yeah. So and there's nothing you girls can do about it. Yeah. <laughs> homage to the old one. Yep. Um. So we get we get that homage if that if that's your bit if that's one of your songs that you recognize there that was turned into mm-hmm. just talking. Then we get into the training fight scene. Yes. Which is our we get to see full. Yeah. Mulan out with her chi. Yeah. And let's it out. Yeah. So they're all fighting. They're both staff fighting with spears. They're spear. Yeah. It's spears. Yeah. But the, but it's a, bo- a bow staff would not have a spear on the end of it. It would just be yes, a staff. But that's how they're fighting like bow I mean, staffs because yeah. they're not stabbing or anything. I mean, they are. They're you not fight, stabbing. Fight. They're literally just going conk, 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 conk. Yeah, but you fight completely <laughs> differently with a bow staff. Okay. <laughs> You would never push a bow staff forward like they do and then knock it to the side like the other person does. They do that in the original Mulan. Yeah. In the bow staff fighting scene. Sure. And as we have already established, the 1998 film of Mulan is the most accurate depiction of Chinese martial arts and culture. It's definitely the most fun. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, they're fighting with spears. Yes, but they're fighting like... So I'm letting them picture how they're fighting. It's the bow staff scene, but they're using spears. Yes. But the martial arts isn't the same. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Are you happy? Yes. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> a very important thing to say. Martial arts, kung fu, and martial arts in in Chinese culture is very important, and it's very important in this film. And we'll talk about some of the cool things that they did with the martial artists in this film, and what Mulan does. Her martial arts style that she uses in this film is pretty cool. So, but anyways, they're fighting with the spear. So Hong Wei and Mulan, of course, are partners. Mm-hmm. Because that's the only way it's going to go. Yep. Even though Mulan's Forever. avoiding this person. For the rest of the movie. <laughs> um, they're fighting and Hong Wei knocks her, knocks her spear out of her hand. Mm-hmm. And then this, for some reason, she's like, oh, not cool. And yeah, she she's decides. Off, she's getting beat. Yeah. So now she's like, okay, instead of hiding herself, like, hey, I'm supposed to hide no, my chi and stuff. We're going to fucking uh, do I'm it. I'm mad. Yeah. I'm mad. <laughs> yeah. So they start fighting, and he's keeping up pretty well. Yeah, even he's though he's a very well trained, strong warrior. Yes. Yeah. And so keeping up, and then she just keeps getting madder and mm-hmm. madder and madder because she should have been, she should have beaten him by now. Oh yeah. 
So and then these- we get she she loses her bow staff, her uh-huh. spear. Yep. And she needs a new one. She uses her chi to get a new one, and then she uses her leg, just kicks pops it, it up in the air, hand. and kicks it full accuracy Does straight at Hong Does something that Wee. she's going to do three times throughout this film. Yes, it's like it's like the essence of chi. It's, it's like, like if it's you like can do this, you have thing. chi. Yeah, it's like <laughs> the most badass thing she does. So we get that, and then she's like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, because That's everybody's cool. looking at her. Yeah, she's so drawing attention to herself. She runs back in and is like, "Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! Mm-hmm. Oh shit! You idiot! You idiot!" Which is not a Chinese word. You idiot! You uh-huh. idiot. <laughs> and everybody's like, "Oh, you're so cool! You're so cool! Yeah. You're so cool!" Like, she's that was like, "Fucking badass!" Whew. Yeah, everybody's Whew. like, "This guy's fucking awesome!" <laughs> yeah, so she's like, "Okay, we're still good. We're still good." So, um, oh, man, when was the last time you you bathed? <laughs> you need a shower. Uh-huh. Um, so we're talking about we're t- we go now, do we get into the bath scene before or after we get into the next witch scene? Because next oh. is the Bori Khan talking about um, it and the witch learns that she's a slave. I think we get that scene next. Okay. If I'm so we bounce to the witch um coming in as a hawk mm-hmm. through the tent which is pretty great that they decided that she was the hawk right pretty cool yeah so they're talking about it they want they want revenge nomads can't carry as much gold as they'd like mm-hmm. so revenge is the way the Boricon basically well what's the point of giving me riches yeah when i'm a nomad exactly so the Boricon is like saying, you're basically getting whatever you want. And then everybody is like, we are concerned about this witch person. Yeah. Don't like it. We don't it. trust and witches. She's like, and he's over here like on his high horse, ego up in the ready, like mm-hmm. a dumbass. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, she's my slave. She does what I must. She's my witch. Yeah, she's my witch. Mm-hmm. And the witch is like, no. Mm, shit. Yeah. Okay. That's how this is going to go. Mm-hmm. Okay. So... Then we get to the bath scene. Right. We get the scene before where our our good boy is talking to Mulan. Yeah. And he's like, you should really like, you should do your thing. Like I've seen you get better and better. You should not hold yourself he's back. A, he's a supportive boy. Yeah. He's being very supportive. <laughs> and then he's like, you should go take a bath because <laughs> you haven't bathed and you smell bad. Exactly. And then we get. Well, she's like, yeah, I probably should go. Yeah, I freaking stink. I stink real bad. So she goes and she rides off to somewhere where she thinks going to be secluded. She does it at night when she thinks everybody's going to be asleep and goes for a swim so that she can get cleaned up. Oh, thank God. (laughs) Yeah. And then our good, good boy, of course, shows up. All right, buddy. And he's like, curiosity is enthusing. He's like, oh, great. You're here. I wanted to talk to you again. And, and goes and gets in the water, and then they have their first fight. Yeah, their the, first their official first, fight. The, first the rest have fight. been just eye fights. Yeah. <laughs> but then Mulan's like, we're not friends. Uh, and she just does it in order to get him out of the, the water. Yeah, so she's got to push him away. Yeah. Which which sucks, because you're like, he could be a really good friend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that's the cute part where she like bubbles under the water. Yeah, like <laughs> she does in the original movie. Mm-hmm. Very cute. <laughs> So um, next day is when we're going to take the oath, mm-hmm. the loyal, brave, and true. The problem with that is, is Mulan is not true. 
So when they right. raise their swords for each word, she does not raise her sword for true. Mm-hmm. It, I was kind of curious. Nobody else noticed this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I can usually see out the corner of my eyes right. the people next. But to it's me. a nice. It's just a nice moment. Yeah, it's you're just nice like, moment. oh, sad day. Yeah, like you're trying your best here, and you yep. just, and it's like you're an honest person, and you just. You know you can't do it because it goes it. against the it goes honesty. Against everything, and so she doesn't do it. So I felt that. That's all. That's that Confucius piety. Yep. Yep. So um, now, now we we've, we've got to go. Mm-hmm. Like we're marching off, and the reason this whole movie is rated PG thirteen is because we see a bunch of dead bodies, mm-hmm. and it's us going along the ridge. It's, it's the scene mm-hmm. after a girl we're fighting for. Yes, where we run into the fourth battalion, right? Where they, the which is weird that Romans... they, yeah, that is that's why it's backwards in my mind. Yeah, because in in the nineteen ninety eight film, a girl with fighting for is after I'll make a man out of you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, so um, but that's this is the scene that we walk up on. Yeah, we walk up on um, basically the camp that the town that has been destroyed by the Rorans yep. and the fourth battalion. Everybody there is dead, and this is why it's PG-13, is because we do see a bunch of dead bodies oh, yeah. here. And there's a lot of, what you would say, violence in this film as well, because yeah. of all the fight scenes. But they could have made that PG, and they were going to go for that, and then they were like, well, we've got this scene, and yeah. we can't really do it like we did in the cartoon and stuff. Yep. So it ended up being PG-13, which is okay. I'm like, fine with that. I'm fine with it. Unfortunately, the people just gonna the people under 13 are just going to have to stick with the cartoon. Oh, no. Or they're just going to have to watch it with their parents. Like all the rest of us watched PG thirteen films. Hey, I was um, slash didn't watch them with our parents and just watched PG thirteen films. Very sheltered. Yeah. Very sheltered. I just watched PG thirteen films. Yeah. I didn't have access. Well, no resources. Yeah. To guide me into the naughty ways <laughs> of PG thirteen. PG thirteen. You know how many I? tries I. Tr- you know how many times I tried to sneak watch Harry Potter, <laughs> and every single it's time. The devil. Yeah, every single time I got caught. Witchcraft. Every single time. It was awful. Yeah. So I'm sorry. Yeah, I didn't get to watch those until I was thirteen. Well. It's whatever. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> God. So now we we have to meet the Rorans. Yeah. But that means we gotta meet them on the battlefield because time Commander Tongue fight is saying, yo, we have to meet them to keep the high ground. Mm-hmm. So we gotta go. So next day we all fall out mm-hmm. straight to the battlefield. And this is where we get our big, our big fight, our battle. big fight. And this is where we get into the whole avalanche scene, just like in Mulan, mm-hmm. except it's done differently. Cause we don't yeah. got these cannons. Yeah. Yeah. We don't get the, the firework type yeah. rockets. Yeah. We and we see film. a bunch of people die, <laughs> Yeah, which is a, a big problem that I had when I was watching the film. Is okay, so there's a lot of stuff that happens that like they're mixing up military styles of things. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first part we get is just like straight up fight, right? Just like they're running at each other, good old fashioned battle. They start stabbing each other, awesome. The next part that really kind of goes off the wall well, we have Mulan chasing down the other guys on the horses. But the one that goes off the wall is the trebuchets. What are trebuchets? Trebuchets are like the catapults. But so mm-hmm. a, a catapult is a lever. It's just something that flings something using a spring. 
right? So that's a catapult. Most people, you know, a catapult because you can take a fork and hold it on a table and it goes yeah. boing, off the table. That's mm-hmm. a catapult. A trebuchet uses centrifugal force. It uses a counterweight on an axle. And so the counterweight goes down and then it's in a sling. And then the sling goes over the top and it lets go of the ball as it goes to the top. It has, All right. it has more momentum. And so it's more destructive, right? Um, yeah, they didn't use trebuchets. Trebuchets were used in the West, in Europe, for like <laughs> sieging castles because they were fucking massively huge, ginormous yeah. things. They don't seem like things that they can, no bads could be just. Yeah, they they around. would they would never use those. Nice. So I was like, the fuck are trebuchets doing? Here? It's literally just a build up. But of they her needed doing something the to scene. do the avalanche scene, and it's like they could have used fucking cannons because they had cannons. Well. They, they invented, are on a budget, not an invoice. <laughs> they invented cannons. They invented gunpowder. Like, th- like this is a big deal. And so I, that was my one thing. I was like, why the fuck are they using trebuchets? Though the fucking when that trebuchet hits the like the dudes who are doing the Roman turtle with the shields, which is also a Roman military oh no, tactic. He's mad. <laughs> it's like the fuck? The Chinese would never do this. This is Roman. Um, though when the trebuchet fucking hits that thing and you see Slaughters just them. Oh my god. Jeez. They did not shy away from that. I was no. like, no. I was like, is that a Disney film? But like, it's PG thirteen. Yeah, dude. You just see bodies flying. Yep. So it was wild. So the split off for them chasing is Bori Khan is like, yo, I need to get now because well, I was is, supposed to meet them somewhere else. This is a distraction. For yeah. The real... It's a distraction. And now I see the distraction's been met. So I got to go. Yeah. So, so it Bori wasn't, Khan's it wasn't like, any, yeah, it wasn't anything where they were like, oh, we got to run. We got to run. They were like, no. we are heading somewhere. Yeah. This is a part of the plan. Yeah. This is a part of the plan. So Mulan's following, and then we hit that limestone, like green area, oh, yeah. which is super cool. And this is where the we meet the witch again. Gorgeous. And the cracking and yeah. all that sort of stuff is and awesome. She, and she crawls across it instead yeah. of getting up and walking. And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's what you're supposed to do. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, because she fucking lives there. <laughs> she fucking knows. <laughs> yeah. You're supposed to spread out your weight. <laughs> <laughs> so the witch automatically sees that she's not her true self. Yeah. And is basically getting in her head and everything. And then fight comes to a head. Ninja star out of the chest. Flies yeah. back 40 feet. Hits a hits a ridge and uh-huh. is knocked out. So the witch is like, I'm out of here. I killed her. She's I dead. killed her. We're good. Yeah. Um. Then Mulan wakes up. And she's like, okay, the witch was right. I gotta be my true self. So she gets up, gets back to the battle as fast as she can. Hold on. What's the important part of when she wakes up? Then she sees the sword. No, no, no. What saved her life? The bindings. Oh, well, because she mean, binds her breast. Yeah, but... so that she looks more like a dude, and the leather binding saves her. And she's like, uh, it's it's a big moment. Like it's a big artistic moment well, because I, she I has to shed the the bindings. See, I didn't see it as like that because technically she doesn't have to shed it because it no, didn't tear it apart. No, but it's for her. Because she's thinking about what the witch said. You have to be your true self in order to unlock your chi and all that kind of stuff. And yeah. And she looks down and she's like. 
See, I and saw it as like the, the bindings the saved her life, and Def- so I I was like, this is, can't be an artistic no, moment. Definitely not what that's yeah. meant to be. Yeah, it's so I was like, be, this it, can't be. It's meant to be like the killing of the bindings. Okay, like the, she's killing because that. I mean, that's kind of don't they say that that Mulan didn't die, Jan died. Yeah. And that's like that's the significance of the binding being stabbed, and it, and then she takes it off because Jan dies, Mulan is born. Yeah, that like that's the. That's, I didn't see, I didn't see it from that perspective. I saw the sword as she saw true, and she's like, "I've got to be true to myself," and so she gets up. Well, yeah, I mean, sword. I think that that builds up upon it. I think all of that is supposed to build to the momentous thing where she's like. Let's fucking go. I'm Mulan. Yeah. See, my my problem with that is like I can't sheds, be. She sheds all the armor. Yeah, like... she sheds it. But the artistic thing, I was like, it can't be an artistic thing because the binding saved her. Hey, so everything's she... artistic. I I know that, but not to the point here is where I saw it as like it saved her life, and I was like, it can't be. Yeah. Correlation to her you're, needing you're, to get it off. You're thinking in a very like Western type style right like the 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 cowboy gets shot yeah and the, and the marshal saves it the bible or the marshal star catches the bullet right and it saves his life and it's a significance of this is what he's supposed to be doing yeah in this case it's literally meaning like it stabbed the thing that was making her a boy yeah she's not a boy she's a girl and so she has to accept that yeah so we we fix that we're we are now truly Mulan and mm-hmm. we've got to get back to battle because as Mulan we are a warrior, not yep. a daughter. Yep. So off she goes and then the witch raven things are mm-hmm. killing everybody and then yeah. that they, makes them Hey, are they birds? They're ravens. They're ravens? Yeah. They look That's like just a bad omen. They look like bats. Oh really? <laughs> they looked like bats to me. No, they're because of they're how they're ravens. like flying around and like banging into stuff. No, it's just because the witch is controlling them, but they're ravens because because they're bad omens. Okay, they, they mean death. Okay, so she's like getting them all into formation because she knows that they're gonna bring in the trebuchet, right? And and, then, and blow everybody up. So they're and Mulan sees that she's like, "What the fuck can I do?" And then mm. she sees the ridge and the avalanche prospe- prospect. Yeah. So she grabs a bunch of helmets and sneaks up behind them. Mm-hmm. That's when we get the cool avalanche scene yep. from Mulan original. Yep. All the all the Rorans are fucking Wiped dead. Out. Dead, 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 yep. except for these shadow warriors that went off with mm-hmm. Boricon. So and this is this is where we see another big cricket scene. The 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 chunky boy. Yeah. That gets over by the. It's not a. Ca- it's not a catapult. He gets some stuck sort of, under a thing. Yeah, but I don't yeah. know what it is. And Hong Wee, being the hero that he is, he is like up. lifting it up, and then he gets taken. And this is where we get the Shang saving, just mm-hmm. like we did in Mulan. Yep. Original. Yep. But he doesn't know it. Like we never even discussed that sh- he he Mm-mm. was saved by her. Nope. She just takes him. He's still knocked out. All she wants to do is make sure that he's safe. That's it. Exactly. And so then she she goes off somewhere and yeah. then she suddenly appears again. Yep. And everybody's like, oh, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And so Commander Tongue, being the good boy that he is, is a true commander. Mm-hmm. But the problem is lies means execution. He, they didn't go with the bring a woman into camp and you die. No. Even though she's a woman, they went she, with she lied and she came is, into camp. So this is where we're going to get into Confucius piety 
in and what they believe during this era of Confucianism and the fact that she has gone against what her, what her role is. And like, that's the worst thing that you can do. Mm -hmm. And later that plays a part because I'm sure a lot of people are confused as to why they're just like all of a sudden okay with her again. But it's because of Confucianism. It's because of that piety law. It's clearly her chi is strong. Like she's a warrior. This is what she's supposed to be doing. The heavens have decided this is, she's not supposed to just be a daughter. She is supposed to be a warrior. And if you go against what the heavens are saying, what the energy is saying, then you're not truly following Confucianism, which is why they're like, yeah, she's good. Yeah. Because this is clearly what the heavens dictate. But she lied, so. But that's right so now, that's what you. he's thinking. Yeah. He's thinking that she's going against the heavens. Yeah. And then later they realize that, in fact, she is doing what the heavens want her to be doing. Yeah. So right now they're like, well, you're just going against what you're supposed to be doing. You're going against the heavens. That's bad. You're lying. Exile. Exactly. So now she's been exiled and she's got nothing else to say at this moment. Like mm -hmm. she's like, there's nothing I can do. And of course the witch, which that's a, that's a beautiful scene too. When he exiles them that like that shot mm -hmm. from the side. Yeah. And she's down on her knees. Yeah. He's standing in front of him and he's got the whole battalion behind him. Who? And, and oh God, when she says, I would rather be executed. Mm -hmm. Oh yes. Yeah. Yes. Like beautiful scene. Beautiful. Beautiful. And very well shot. Very, very well shot. And you can see the hardship that Commander Tung is facing yeah. and all that. And so she goes back off. She's. Which, did we talk about Donnie Yen at all? Yeah. We did? Yeah. Like about how fucking awesome Donnie Yen is? Yeah. And like who he is? No. Okay. Well, he's Donnie Yen for people who don't know. You probably have seen Donnie Yen in a lot of American films. Most people will probably know him from Rogue One. Um, that's going to be a big one that people probably know him from. To me, he is Ip Man. To a lot of people, he's Ip Man, just not as many people as yeah. he is to Rogue One. Right. And, um, he is also a grandmaster in Kung Fu. So he is our third Jet Li, Donnie Yin, and, oh, I just lost his name. The actor who plays the dad. The doctor oh, who plays... Tai Ma. Yeah. Mm. all grandmasters in kung fu all in different forms of kung fu so you got a winshu master mm -hmm. you got a wing chun master and uh i can't remember what school other uh, guys from i think he's also winshun maybe anyways uh donnie yen is a grandmaster in martial arts wing chun is the big one most people are going to know wing chun because that's what bruce lee did bruce lee was the student of Ip man Okay. So he does Wing Chun. Donnie Yen is a master in Wing Chun, which is what's really cool about this film is you get to see a lot of different styles of martial arts inside of it. And specifically Mulan uses a mixture of Winshu and uh, Wing Chun whenever she is doing martial arts. Nice. So if you really pay attention, you can see... The if you really pay stances, attention and know which one. <laughs> the stances, the way that she's moving her body, the things that she's doing in her choreography, that is a mixture of Jet Li teaching stuff and Donnie Yen teaching stuff and nice. using those in those styles. And Donnie Yen's just an amazing actor in general. <laughs> he is really good. He, he does so many versatile... He's such a versatile actor. He does a lot of roles. He's not just an action star. He's not just a martial arts 
master. He's a very, very good actor. And he gets to show off those acting chops in here because he doesn't get a lot of fight scenes. No, because he's a commander. Yeah. He's got a different role. Yeah, so he gets to show off his acting. Yep, and he did really good. And we won't be gone from him for long. But first we got Mulan is now basically like on her way home, but she's got a moral debate and everything. And then we see the witch again. Yeah. Like it's a really quick scene. When they're walking through that like... Yeah, she's like walking through the this limestone, limestone desert mountain thing. thing in the reds in that. Yeah. Whenever they did that long shot of her like walking on the top of the mountain mm-hmm. thing where it's all the reds and stuff, I literally looked up and I was like, wow. Like that's gorgeous. It was really good. Yeah. And it's really, it is just a quick scene. And I think if it were any longer, it'd get kind of boring. Absolutely. Because there's so much reds in it. Right. So we see the witch again, and they have their little talky talk about how they're the same. You should, yeah, we you should be the same, and you should make these decisions and all that. And she's you can like, join me. She's like the same thing happened to me when I discovered that I was more than just a woman to be married off. That yeah. I had a powerful chi and all of this stuff, and then people shunned me and exiled me, mm-hmm. and I wasn't allowed to be a part of my family. And she's like, "So we're the same. We're one and the same, and you should come." And Milan train debates with it me. for like. Half, Half a, second. a second, and then she's like, "We are not she's the like, same." No, I am a warrior of the Imperial yeah. Army. And before she says that, the witch reveals that this is all a a distraction. Yeah, and what the Boricon's plan really is, and so we are not the same. And then she's like, "Oh, I gotta get the fuck out!" Oh, of here. I gotta go tell the fucking yeah. commander. <laughs> not even debating the consequences no. nope. at all. She's like, she's, "I'm she's a fully, warrior." She's fully willing to accept that she is going to be executed on sight. Yep. After she tells them, and she what's tells them, she's like, "You can execute me right now, yeah. but you need to listen first. And mm-hmm. then Commander Tongue's like, "Oh, okay." So he listens, and then he's like, "I can't believe you!" Like, I, yeah, you're, you're already you a liar. And then everybody, like Hung Wee, starts it, and then Cricket comes in uh-huh. and is like, "We believe her." Like well, Hung Wee is like, she's a better warrior than all every of us. person here. Yeah, like she <laughs> saved our lives already. Like, yeah. And so then we start the I believe. Well, I be- I believe Hua Mulan. I believe Hua Mulan. I believe Hua uh-huh. Mulan. <laughs> they, they all start. They all start clapping really hard so Tinkerbell yeah. can come back to life. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was a good. That was a good playback there. Yeah. Um. And so the commander's like, I would believe Hua Jan. Mm-hmm. Then I'm gonna believe Hua Mulan. Yep. And then he's like, "You'll lead us." And I was like, that's, "What? You see, know where the temple is?" <laughs> that's the turn. Like that's the turn. That's yeah. that piety thing. That's the Confucianism. Is is she is clearly chosen by the heavens to do this? Exactly. So exactly. she's going to do this. So then this is one of the coolest things ever. Is like we open back up on the hawk. Mm-hmm. And he, she distracts all the all the guards. Yep. And then hardcore parkour, like hardcore, all parkour. over the place. Hell yeah, dude! <laughs> They're just climbing uh, everywhere. Do you guys remember that this is a kung fu movie? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was just like, it's just so cool to watch oh, them like climbing even, up buildings. We didn't even talk about the freaking uh, flip on the horses. Yeah, on the saddles. Yeah, they just like do a backflip yeah, off the and ground then, like, and then they're backwards with on the bows horse and everything. so that they can like shoot the dudes yeah the stunts so in this thing awesome. are badass oh my gosh so we get hardcore parkour hardcore parkour and we are gonna take over the city the witch yep. which you may when you're first watching it you may think that the witch is like giving the chancellor a signal to betray 
the emperor. Right. But in it, it it's she, she it's not how that works. Yeah. Chancellor's body. Yeah, she takes over his body because mm-hmm. even it, then the emperor's like, "How'd you get my chancellor to betray me?" And they're like, "We didn't. It wasn't your chancellor." And yeah. you're like, "Oh, okay, cool." Yeah. Because that was way too Aladdin-y to oh yeah to do that, and we've already got the hardcore parkour, so we're already getting some Aladdin in yeah. here. So it was cool that the chancellor didn't betray betray mm-hmm. him because I was like, man, yeah, you don't want that, no. Um, and so we break it like he gathers all the people. She, she as the chancellor mm-hmm. gathers all the soldiers into one place, and then Mulan's little little warriors all show up yeah. and then he locks the door and it's fight time. It's time to go. It's time to go. And this is where we get the cool like cricket show off moment because he's over here fighting with his bow and arrow and everything. Uh-huh. And then he like spins around. He's got like the bow behind his back and two arrows uh-huh. launched in there and just yeah. hits right there and saves Mulan, save Mulan's yeah. life. And Very I was like, Legolas. Yes. Yes. It still only counts as one. <laughs> that was like one of my favorite parts of the whole trilogy is the <laughs> counting uh-huh. of the bodies. Yeah, <laughs> so uh, Cricket gets to show off and then we we get the emperor like taking off, right? Mm-hmm. He's made it to the temples that are being built in honor of his father. Yep. And the cool thing is like everybody like crowds him, like takes out all his warriors real fast and it's yeah. just the emperor and, and then all Jet the Lee gets Jet to be Lee a gets badass. to show off. Hell yeah. And he uses fabric, yeah. which you really only see Gorgeous. like in Chinese movies and in animation. Yeah. And so seeing it's this a awesome, awesome fight scene. Oh my gosh. He's just wrapping the fabric uh-huh. around and pulling these guys out of the way and fucking kicking their ass. Yeah. Just with fabric. That's cool. It's fucking badass. But then they do the whole like the bows with the, the ropes on the end of the arrows. Yeah, and, they, and like, they, they twisted it up. Twisted it around him. So yeah, he's all, and like, I was tied like, wait, up. what the, what, what? I was what? like, that's <laughs> also a super badass idea. I've never seen this before. Yeah. What is this contraption? Contraption. Yeah. It was awesome. Really cool. So the emperor has been taken over, unfortunately. Been captured. Yep. yep. And Mulan makes it to the emperor's temple because she thinks that he's here. Mm-hmm. And the sun glaring in her face, she thinks that he's sitting there, gives the whole spiel about saving the life. And of mm-hmm. course, it's the witch. Mm-hmm. And so Mulan and her. In, like, in her full, she's changed costume. Yeah. She's in this golden. Well, I mean, she changes. Well, she changes. Yeah. Uh, but she into goes, an animal. She, but she goes from wearing the silver, like, chain type costume to this full out gold like crazy yeah so i have much a, I bigger have a, dress I have a theory here thing it's I have very a theory cool here is i think that she would has been planning on betraying the boy oh, the whole absolutely. time and i think she's just waiting for him to take out the emperor and then she's yeah, and then gonna she was gonna kill him and then she was gonna be the empress absolutely exactly so 100 that's why she had the idea of her giant golden costume exactly that's what i'm saying yeah and so but then mulan you know gives her a come to jesus moment and she comes to jesus we think and then she well, doesn't. She says it's she, like, too late for me. It's too late for her. And she like flies out and we think, oh, she's not going to help. Mm-hmm. And then, but in actuality, she's leading him, leading, leading her, her to the to Bori where Khan. where the emperor is. Yeah. Exactly. And the Bori Khan's like, wait, what the, what, what, what are you doing the here? The Bori Khan's got <laughs> the emperor on a crucifix above a I pool know. of lava. I was like, uh, what? <laughs> yeah, the molten lava thing. Yeah. Wild. I was like, okay. Yep. All right. And so it leads her here, and then she's distracting him, and then she's like, 
I'm not your slave, bitch. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but and then he's like, I'm gonna kill her. And he was like, No, it'd be better if I just kill Mulan. And so mm-hmm. she she saves Mulan's life by turning into the hawk by turning hit into by the, the hawk, arrow. getting hit by the arrow. And she's like, You've got time. Like you can fucking do this. Yep. So the witch sacrifices herself. The the woman very has good a death warrior. scene. It was a good death. It's very quick. It's very which I like. Wh- yeah, I like because you don't have to like drone yeah. on about all these things that but you didn't get to do. But it's a redemption for the character. Yes. It's a very good death scene. She acts it out very well. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's and good. so Mulan's running up. She, she, pretty much the first five seconds of this fight with Boricon, mm-hmm. she loses her sword into the pit of lava. Into the lava. Like, Which, we barely even get to see her I, use the sword. It was so funny. We were watching that movie, and she loses the sword, and it goes into the molten whatever the fuck that is. I don't even I know don't what it is. I don't understand what they're using it for. The molten <laughs> whatever pit. And the sword goes in, and in, like, three seconds, it's like... Yeah. It just, like, melts, and I'm like, yeah, that's how thermodynamics and metal works, <laughs> for sure. I was over here like... Just sad day, you know. <laughs> like, I was like, I was like, it would not melt that fast. Uh, but she doesn't have time to get down to go no. get it. So there's, you might as well just melt but it I, faster. But I love the T one thousand, like thumbs up going into the molten lava <laughs> at the end of Terminator Two moment yeah. for the sword. <laughs> exactly. Throwback to that movie. <laughs> yeah, that's. I was like, okay, whatever. And so See? now they're. They are they're fighting, but she kind of has another redemption moment because the phoenix comes behind yeah. and displays. Oh, the dude, wings the big wings, and, and it looks like yeah. she has wings. And yeah, you're like, it's cool. oh, she's she's reached her arc. Yeah, like she's oh, we're as, at peak. Yeah, we're at peak for her. Yeah, um, so we're... we see the cool phoenix moment, which is actually kind of like released at the same at the same month as Wonder Woman when we see her so suit wings. too. And yeah. I was like, oh, okay, okay, all right. That's, That's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. <laughs> yep. um, I I can dig it. Um, and they do their whole fight, which is amazingly stunted. Jason oh, yeah. Scott Lee is also really good, and it's beautiful. It's a beautiful action scene. It's, it's a, also really cool, like how well they shot. play around all the construction and they stuff. Do an actual kung fu fighting scene. Yeah, like that's what I love about the fight scenes in this thing is they're not. They don't try to ham it up for Western audiences. They don't try to make it so crazy, it's so good. <laughs> but they make it exactly like a Kung Fu movie is shot. They, they shoot it like you would have a movie that was made in Hong Kong of a Kung Fu type movie. It's a storytelling element. It's meant to be crazy and wild and choreographed. It's like, yeah, because it's a story. You're supposed to enjoy a story. It doesn't have to be real because it's a good story. Exactly. So, yeah, so she defeats him on this like block that's held the, up by the rope. They do and, the big beam. Yeah, fight. she grabs the rope, but she's like cutting him off, and he's like, "Oh shit!" and yeah. like falls down, and, and she he's like dying. kicks the sword out of his hand and then catches it. Yeah, and then he's like, "Oh well, she's gonna try and fight me with the sword like I was fighting her." Yeah, and then she just is like, "Nope!" nope. <laughs> and just cuts the fucking rope. Yeah, so he falls. He's not dead yet. He's definitely we dying. We think he's dead. They think he's dead. Oh, for like, like for like, yeah, like 10 seconds. Because she runs she, over to untie the emperor. Yeah. And then they look down and he's like got an arrow and ready to fire it. So she's like, oh, fuck, she's fuck, like, fuck, yeah. fuck, fuck, fuck. She's like going really fast to get his, his hand Just out enough of it. for one hand and he catches the arrow. He catches it. He's like, yeah. all right. Gently just like, shkunk. <laughs> and then she, like, they have this, the emperor and her have this moment. Well, they have a moment previous where he's like, you're an imperial warrior. Yeah. Get like, up. Do this. <laughs> 
but then they have a moment where they just like look at each other and it's like they know she's like oh yeah they're like okay they like <laughs> know what's gonna happen next and you just like throws just yeets the arrow literally just like it's a toss-up yeah just like you got this <laughs> alley-oops an arrow to mulan and she does the like kick the, the spear kick the end thing. of the spear thing yeah into the arrow and, and then bori khan tries to catch it yeah and then he looks down and his hands empty that was awesome yeah because you think maybe yeah. but nah not even a little bit yeah. buddy you did and it goes right into his heart, and he just... Oh. Yep, and then we get into fireworks. Yep. All over it, and we get the big... over over the fireworks, we get we hear Reflection playing mm-hmm. in the background, which is... Reflection is the biggest, like, played song in Absolutely. the... Absolutely. Like, Throughout vo- the whole volume-wise Oh, yeah, well, it's loud. Because the other ones are, are quiet. way subtle, and yeah. I think they're a little bit too subtle, I would agree, honestly. because I think, I think the, uh, the use of the orchestral versions of these songs... Is a wonderful idea. Yes. It's a great idea. Um, and they were beautifully done. Mm-hmm. They were very well done. So, yeah, I agree. I wish they would have been a tad bit louder throughout yeah, the film. Because you really had to listen for which scene that they were going to be mm-hmm. covering. Especially, like, Make a Man Out of You. You can barely, barely hear it. it. And it's barely, it's not there long enough. Yeah. So. But Reflections, um, you get. Reflections, the theme of the whole yeah, thing. And so they loud. made it louder. And I was cool with the and with the fireworks in the background and the ceremony and everything that mm-hmm. was really cool. It was good. Like it was like oh chills. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> this is where we get my favorite line in the whole show, and not because like it's a good line. Literally, yeah. it's just because who says it? Yep. <laughs> yep. And it is original Mulan mm-hmm. actor mm-hmm. in costume as some sort of entry she's, woman. She's credited as like. Uh, she's something... uncredited. No, she's credited. No, it, it says neck, like it says her title, and then it says uncredited. Really? Yeah, I thought it's it really said, like upsetting, like guest or something like that. Like it was. Just yeah, like... it says like entry guest or something. Yeah. And then next yeah, yeah, to yeah, it yeah. in parentheses, it says uncredited. uncredited. And I was like, what? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense because you're credited. She's got a credit. Exactly. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> so it is Fa Mulan from 1998 Mulan voice mm-hmm. introducing. Hua Mulan mm-hmm. in this, and you can you can hear. I mean, she's aged twenty years. Oh yeah, but but you, you can, can tell hear it, and mm-hmm. just beautiful. Like she's that's just all like, she gets. And I give you Mulan, and it's only and then because walks she off. Yeah, and it's only because of her scheduling conflicts because she was supposed to play the mom. That's wild. I know. I was like, oh, Agents of Shield. Seriously? Yeah, I remember hearing that she was supposed to play the mom. Yeah, everybody. We were. Tr- they were trying to figure out the schedule, mm-hmm. and they literally slated but it. You know what? Impossible scheduling conflicts. I'll, t- I'll tell you what. I really liked that it was just. It was like a passing of the torch. It's a chill moment. Beautiful little cameo. Mm. I really liked it. It I was really so good because I, I got I got chills. Yeah, it was really good. I was good. like, oh, that's her voice. Mm-hmm. That's her. <laughs> She's introducing her character. Yep. I was like, this is great. It was really good. So, and then the emperor is like, you should be a part of my guard. Yo, I'm hiring you. Yeah. And Milan's like, I would love to, nah. but I have <laughs> to go home and make amends with my family. Yes. And then he's like, which is I where understand. we break away from the 12th century version of the telling of this story. Ooh, Will's got stories. Yeah, so <laughs> there's multiple tellings. Obviously, it's a ballad. It's word of mouth. That's all it is. And so we get to this point in the story, and in the 6th century version, she does this. She's a warrior. Then she goes home, and she just becomes a normal girl again. She mm-hmm. goes, and she gets married, has kids, and lives her life. 
that's the end of the story, right? Um, in the 12th century retelling of it, the emperor is like, yo, you're dope. You're going to be my concubine, <laughs> which is fucked up in like the world. So of, many. This is how I'm going to honor so you. Many ways. You're not going to be my wife. You're going to yeah, be my concubine. concubine. In so many ways, it's fucked up. And so Mulan being a warrior and being Confucius and that if she wasn't true to herself, it would bring dishonor upon her and her family. She decides the best way out of this is just gut yourself, kill yourself, die a warrior's death. We're good. So in the 12th century version of it, she kills herself to retain her honor Mm -hmm. so that she doesn't become the emperor's concubine. In the 6th century version, she just goes home and and becomes a normal person. Yay. And And then we get Mulan too. (laughs) Yeah, right? And so in this one, they're kind of going with the 6th century, kind of going with the 6th century version um, because she does go home Mm -hmm. to go see her dad and apologize. Yeah, and then and we that's get where that heartwarming ends. moment yeah. of her dad being like, "I don't like none of that matters. I just wanted you. Yeah, I want you, you to be my, yourself. You are my true love. Yeah, and like you're my daughter. Yeah. And then they come back and they're like, "Well, you should reconsider being in the Imperial Guard." Yeah. Well, they bring her the sword. They bring her a new sword. A brand new which sword. People who know Jet Li movies will kind of see that this sword that she receives is an homage. To Sword of Destiny, the Jade Sword that's in Jet Li's movie. Oh, yeah. So that handle, that's that beautiful jade handle mm-hmm. um, with the gold inlay and all of that stuff. Yeah. And it's an it's an officer's Chinese sword. That's very. It's like it might not be directly an homage, but it looks like it to me because it's so similar to that Jade Sword. It's it's that little. That little thing where you're like, oh, that's cool. That's really cool. It's an awesome Easter egg. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really cool little thing that they did there. That is probably from the freaking arts department that nobody knew about because the arts department was like, oh, this would be a cool way to make a sword. Yeah. So gives a a sword and it has the same symbols as the other side, Mm -hmm. as the other sword, except there's another one on the other side. And they're like, read it out loud. And it's devotion to family, Mm -hmm. which is awesome. Yep. So she's got her own sword now. Because that's what the emperor says back. Yes, devotion to family before she leaves. is a true Yeah. Uh a true devotion, whatever. Uh <laughs> so they're reunited and the Phoenix like the Phoenix is what tells you that she says yes mm-hmm. to the Imperial Guard because she like they say, We really want you and she looks up like And there's the Phoenix. This is this is the way. Yep. This is the way. <laughs> So um, then we break down the movie. The movie's yeah. done. Yep. Get into credits. It's Christina Aguilera again. Hell yeah. She did it in the 1998 version. Let's Hell do it yeah. again. And then and after that it. song, we get our original, not Mulan, not original Mulan. Today's Mulan mm-hmm. sings it in Mandarin. Yeah. Which yeah. is super cool. Which is awesome. Really, really, really cool. Yeah. Um, and there are two versions of this movie. There is the English version and the Mandarin version. They they filmed it twice. And they filmed one in English and one in Mandarin. And the cool thing about that is that all of the people who are there mostly speak Mandarin. And so like Jet Li and stuff like just did it in Mandarin. Yeah, it's like, oh, this is easier. Yeah, which is, it's super cool. And it, what's really cool about that is in China, you have Mandarin and Cantonese. Um, and Cantonese is spoken predominantly throughout the country now. 
Um, it's the more predominant language. Mandarin is closer to the language that would have been spoken in that region during Mulan, like when she actually lived. So it's cool that they chose to do it in Mandarin instead of doing it in Cantonese, which is the more widely spoken language right. in China. They decided to kind of kind of keep with traditions of the story being told in Mandarin yeah. by filming it in Mandarin, which is really cool. Awesome. I thought it was cool. All right. So end of movie, our movie question for today. Mm-hmm. All right. What would the sequel's plot be? Oh, God. <laughs> you have to make a sequel. What is it? I have to make yeah, a sequel? Yeah, you have to make a sequel. What is What is the plot? If William is making a sequel of this version of Mulan, which is based uh-huh. off of the 6th century ballad uh-huh. of Mulan, I want a drama telling of what it's like for Mulan to have to live a regular life <laughs> after being a strong warrior that will go down in history as like this legendary warrior because that's what happens in the actual story. She goes back to living a real life. I want to see like the struggle she has with coming to terms with just being a regular girl again. All right. That's a good answer. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Except she joins the Imperial Guard. Well, yeah. In this version. Yeah. But in my sequel, I would like it to be. All right. Her, her struggling with the fact that she has to be normal now. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. What about you? Um. Okay, so... Just do a carbon copy of the actual Mulan 2. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want it to be where... I mean, it would be... Some, she joins the Imperial Guard. Mm-hmm. And let's say... I, I, I want the Emperor to actually be kidnapped. Oh. And so I want the whole Imperial Guard have to go... All right. To go get them back and Got but a obviously on our hands. it's everybody from Mulan One. Yeah. Uh, on the team to go get it. Like she recruits, I All need right. your help. Like we got a fucking rainbow no, six. Nobody believes Vegas. me that the emperor's been taken. Hell yeah. Type thing. All right. <laughs> and I, I've got to restore my honor here. And cool. I need your help for it. And we get Hong Wee too. And so subplot. Yeah. They finally get their romantic. Cute. All right. Deal. So, all right, well, uh, great movie question. I'd love to hear from everybody else what they think, if there was a sequel to this, what it should be or what it would look like. Um, also, your thoughts just on this movie. Apparently, it got freaking panned by people from Rotten Tomatoes, so I'd like to hear if you guys also agree um, with that. I would love to hear our listeners who are of Asian descent and Chinese descent what they thought of this, whether it was actually a pretty good telling of the story and whether it really showed their culture well or not. Like that would be super cool to hear about. So any of that stuff, you can catch us over on our socials. You can catch us at Facebook at two thoughts for a penny podcast on Instagram. We're two thoughts podcast. And on Twitter, we are two thoughts pod head over there, message us, tell us what you guys thought about this. Uh, If you're listening to this on a place where you can give us a review like iTunes, leave us a five-star review really, really helps us get out there follow us on Spotify, whatever other weird thing that you're listening to this podcast on, do that thing. It helps us out a lot. And if you have friends or family who would like listening to just two people talk about the movies that they like and not have to break it down to like the microcosm or be an expert on it or have a 25 part series on just one movie, then tell them about us because word of mouth is the best way for us to get out there. So 
next time we will be doing the Martian. So stay tuned for that. That will be our next episode. And we will catch you guys next time on Two Thoughts for a Penny.